Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Karen Cannon Radio Show. The intention of this show is to empower and inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether it's radiant health, prosperity, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you don't already have a copy of my book, you can get the first six chapters free as a download on my website, just go to KarenCan.com, put your name and email address in, and not only will I send you the link to download the free excerpt, but I'll also register you for five of my Fast Track Your Healing online classes absolutely free. So these are like 50 to 90-minute classes on all sorts of different topics of interest, and I really hope you enjoy those. So if you're not on my mailing list, please get on my mailing list. We have some really cool, exciting things coming up. And today I'm so Excited! I know I always say I'm excited, but I'm really excited because this is what's really been focusing this past week, and I'm going to be talking about this on my next Spiritual Medicine Digest video. So I do a weekly video where I share with you what's been going on in the spiritual medicine world, in my world, uh, what the patterns that I'm seeing. And this whole past week was a lot of healing around um, the connection with our higher selves and um, what I call the oversoul. And uh, one of my good friends and healing expert, police intuitive Diana Kuschenbach, is with us today because I have so many questions to ask her about some of the stuff I'm hearing from Source and God about the higher self. Now, if you recall, if you listened to the radio show I did earlier um, a couple of uh, Months ago with Cindy Dale about energetic boundaries, which I absolutely loved. Um, she, we, you know, I asked her about her version or, or sense of the higher self, and I said, you know, I always assumed that the higher self was a perfected version of me or the God part of me, and I'm not saying that that's necessarily true, but I heard from Diana in a course not that long ago, and then read in the book Seven Seven Seven. Purpose and Truth Over Resistance by Barbane Boehner, that the higher self is not necessarily the all-knowing, all-perfect God-like self, and sometimes that there may be things that the higher self feels is not appropriate for us or is or isn't, and, and that source, when you go right to the top, says, hey, that's okay. Like, for example, the name of our higher selves, and I was thinking, there's a name? Like that was a really that was really new to me. Um, but since Diana shared this with me not that long ago, I have since been helping some of my patients connect with their higher selves, and uh, I'm just really amazed and sometimes shocked at who their higher selves was. But it made so much sense to me after we after we had that reveal, and it really has shaped and shifted their perception of their lives. And for some of them some really immense hardships that they've gone through, and now it's put into perspective. In fact, one in particular who has since moved away, but one in particular suffered so much in pain, and when he discovered and when we discovered together, you know, what his life purpose was and his um, who his higher self was, it just made so much sense why 
he was having pain. He had actually, it was part of his soul's mission to to feel, to take on, you know, this, this role. And he uh, is an earth angel of sorts of a very high caliber, actually, and is incredibly powerful. And without having to have this pain, he would never have made the journey down this road to discover who he really is. And now he's really accessing his uh, clairvoyant, clairsentient, Claire, you know, audience gifts. I mean, it's immense. It's it's amazing. So he's very grateful, and he's always every time I talk to him, he like bursts into tears because he's just so happy and grateful despite the pain that he's feeling. But it's amazing. So I had to get Diana Cushenbach, the Police Intuitive. Her website's www.policeintuitive.com. I had to get her back on the show because I really wanted to ask her more details about this higher self that we're uh, being told about, that it's, you know, we want to connect to our higher selves, our higher selves the ones that, you know, we really want to hear from and get guidance from. And so I think a lot of people are maybe um, have some thoughts about what the higher self is, what they were taught. So today's show might be controversial for some of you listening to it. Um, we definitely have people on the line, and a little later we'll be um, unmuting some of you. Whoever wants to ask a question, you can go ahead and call in 818-514-1190. Again, 818-514-1190, and then hit 1 so we have, so we know that we have um, your hand up and you want to ask a question. And one of the healings I did on myself um, earlier in the week was um, this thought or belief. And, I, you know, Diana can tell me whether I was imagining it or not, but <laughs> she, she's very clear this way. But at least what I got was that my higher self felt that it was very important for me to feel every, I shouldn't say every, I'm exaggerating, but to feel Mother Earth's pain. Okay, let's just simply put it that way. So as many of you know, um, I'm clairsentient and an empath. So when Mother Earth hurts, I hurt. I physically hurt. And uh, so, you know, when Mother Earth's in trouble, I get to know and then I get to do my healing. And she's one of what we call a soul destiny partner. But I was, you know, getting kind of disabled here with some of these pains and things going on, this constipation. And the higher self says, well, yeah, you need that because otherwise, you know, how are you going to know to heal her, you know? And I was like, okay, God, really, um, I commit that I'm going to pay attention to Mother Earth. I'm going to connect to her. Do I really need to feel all this in my body? Because it's it's suffering to some extent. And Source says, no. (laughs) Higher self says, yes. So Source says, no. I was like, oh, my gosh, I really got to get Diana's feedback on this. So I ended up shifting a belief from the higher self. So, again, maybe I'm making this all this stuff up. I don't know. But it seems to have made a difference in my body, maybe just a little. But I'm kind of excited about that. So Diana Kuschenbach has been teaching uh, spiritual um, – You know, she, she has had a uh, very, very interesting background. She is – uh, and was sorry, a uh, she's a retired police officer, and she actually does missing persons. That's kind of part of her calling, not mine. Part of her calling, and uh, she has students, spiritual students, all over the place. She's on the web, and and I've connected to her through some of her trainings. And what I really love about Diana is she is very. Um, low-key and down-to-earth and funny <laughs> and very sweet. And you would think for someone who is that connected, you know, and that clear, that channel for Source and a clear channel for, you know, Archangel Michael and, 
and um, Archangel Metatron that she would have an ego, but if she does, it's not that apparent. So I really love to get, you know, her feedback on things because she's just so real, and I'm sure you're going to love her as well. So, Diana, thank you so much for coming back to our show today to talk about the higher self. Well, thank you for having me back. I just love to be here, and the energy that you carry and that you connect with are all so amazing because you attract who you are. So thank you for having me. Oh, yes, my pleasure. And I know that was a huge uh, intro, but I wanted you to know what's been going on lately. And uh, can you maybe start with um, just um, your background a little bit about sort of like, you know, what, what you found out about yourself, like what's your, what, what is this thing called soul destiny, destiny that you talk about a lot of and, and what, how does the higher self play into all that, like for you personally? Okay, so you know how this works. I just tune into source, I tune into God, and I say, what are we going to do? Because I never know what is the point of what I'm doing. Um, Probably when I opened up, I thought I knew what I was supposed to be doing. Then eventually get through the layers of the ego and the place where you can actually hear, why are you here? What is your higher self uh, programmed to do when they come to earth? You know, are they here to make something better? Are they to help someone? And you'll find out that you have this higher part of you, the highest part of your soul. Um, And some of them may have names. Your higher self may be an archangel. It could be that, you know, your higher self was Jesus. You don't know. And I would have never believed that when I opened up. You just figure, you know what, you're just an ordinary person. You're here. You're having a life. Um, eventually they break down those walls of the ego so you can hear that you might be something more than what you think. And maybe you're here for something more than what you think. And when I started getting to those layers, they're very overwhelming. Um, Not having a lot of ego, it's hard for me to hear, you know, who my higher self is, you know, where I'm not even comfortable sharing it. But just know that so many people are brought here to the planet to ground the energy of, um, let's say, a higher self can be the Holy Spirit. I have actually met people their higher self is the Holy Spirit, and they're grounding that here. So things may be controversial problems on the planet, and if you believe that God has a plan, which I do, God or source or creator has a plan and we are part of it. So that would be the part of your higher self that comes here with the plan to help change everything that's going on that you see on the news and all of that. Wow. Uh, Diana, right now my my body is shaking. I don't know what's going on, but it's like I have a chill. Um yeah, it's it's like it's, it's shaking. I know it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just I just wanted to feedback with you as you're talking that that's that's the reaction that I'm getting in my body. Like it's like some sort of power energy that's that's moving moving me. Whew. Um, but when I when I'm doing these things, if I'm talking to you or I'm talking to a client, I have to bring through that energy, even though maybe it's a little bigger than how I would be. So. I can feel that I'm channeling through my regular words. Mm. It's this. Wow. 
Now, people are going to be really kind of shocked to learn that their higher selves can be someone that is an ascended master or Jesus or the Holy Spirit, and how is it possible that multiple people can have the same higher selves? Like, how do you explain that? Well, there are many parts. The way that I explain to most people, do you know how we can all speak to Jesus or God or Source at the same time? So there's just multiple aspects. So we're just multiple aspects of our higher selves that are here. You can ask, I can ask now, you know, on today's morrow, how many people on earth, and you would want to be specific to the place, um, are grounding the same higher self energy as I am. And if you're allowed to know, you may get an answer. Sometimes we're not allowed to know. I'm getting a 35 right now for me. So my higher self has 35 total human incarnations here on earth just to ground that energy. And not everyone will be out in the spotlight. Some people will just have very normal lives, blend in, and do their healing from a place like that. Ah, and when you say different aspects, what do you mean by different aspects of the same person or Holy Spirit? Or You mean they're doing different uh, roles? You can have many lifetimes existing at the same time. And then to even take that a, a level higher, you may be a spirit guide to people you even know in your own life. So you are their guide in physical body, but you also are a spirit guide to them. Your higher self, you know, I know a few people, their higher self is Archangel Michael. I've found that they have trouble in the areas of love when they come into this world where they're not originally from. Uh, maybe finding love in relationships seems to be um, a struggle because I've had several of them. Um, but they may also be aware that there's something special about their connection to one of their friends where they're aware of what they're doing pretty much all the time. And you may ask source, ask creators, say, you know, is it because I'm a spirit guide? I mean, I found out that I was a spirit guide for one of my students when they asked me, why did you come into my meditation? And so I asked source because I, no, I, I had no idea. It sounded a little creepy to me. And I, I asked, I said, well, why, what am I doing there? They said, oh, you're one of their guides. And I said, well, how can that be? They said, you just are. But the reason I needed to tell that person is because they needed that possibility of, oh, my gosh, the reason why I feel this other person's stuff is because I'm one of their guides. So it's layer after layer of awareness that opens you up to the next level of awareness. So some of this may not resonate with somebody who's listening. And the best thing I can say is just let it touch you before you shun it. Just allow it to connect in your energy field. And if it still feels wrong, then you just let it go. It's my opinion then. Everyone will have their own truth. So what you're saying is that for some people this will just seem just so, you know, foreign and weird that they're not going to connect to it. And you're saying, well, just, you know, if we can be open, not that you're trying to force a belief on anyone at all, but that um, that may feel or connect at some other point, maybe not. Uh, but certainly when, when I heard this from, from you, it really kind of clicked for me. 
Um, and because um, I had had this this vision um, a while back that um, uh, that my higher self, well, I didn't understand it as a higher self, but that I was some sort of ascended master from, you know, Lemuria, and I just thought, oh, this is so weird. How could this be? You know, and I had another, this is before I knew you, Diana, and I had another um, a healer person that I trusted uh, very much, and I just, she didn't know me that well, so that which was good, and I just said, look, I'm getting this really weird thing. Uh, can you please give me some feedback? And she's like, yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, you know, and she was like, oh, yeah, I know you're from Lemuria, but she didn't say anything because it wasn't her role to tell me that. I had to discover it for myself, and so it's just been kind of weird, And but now I've accepted it, but it's like, okay, uh, but then it's like so many other people, when we connect to their higher selves, you know, they actually are okay with being Oh, I should say, you know, source is okay with them knowing the name of their higher self. So let's let's talk a little bit about that. Why would it not be okay for someone to know the name if there is a name for their higher selves? You know what? I'm going to ask source now on how to answer that. Okay. If it could if it could alter your journey by hearing it, if it would put you in ego where you would say, I'm this. Because you know you do get people that say, I'm God, and they walk around and they end up getting locked up. Maybe sometimes it's not a good idea <laughs> to know. So um, so in those cases where it might alter your path or it's just not necessary, like some people will be so extremely locked on to wanting to know who their higher self is, and they're never told. You know, so there's already you can feel an attachment to wanting to know. I didn't want to know. You know, I honestly didn't care, but, you know, I needed to know so that I could open the paradigm for other people that this was possible. And it's not everybody. Some people are just having a lot of earth lifetimes, you know, and their higher self is going to be all of their experiences and all of of them, and then they're going to have higher parts of themselves, you know, as they learn and their vibration goes up. And so their higher self may just be a soul that's evolving, but it doesn't mean that I'm more important than them. I may actually be here to help them. So it's, you know, where it might upset somebody to know, I would think sometimes you're just not going to be told. Hmm. Well, I had a couple instances where mothers of children, uh, children with, communication and physical disabilities um, where the I was guided to tell the parents and I thought well gee I don't really know how that's supposed to help the child because the child cannot comprehend that anyway but that my sense was that somehow it shifted the perception of the parent that their child was disabled does that make sense absolutely instead of, it'd be yeah, instead of seeing their child is disabled know. Um, because people yeah, may we all have a greater a punishment, right? Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then one particular parent, I thought, oh my god! Like I, when she came to to uh, consult with me, I thought, you're kidding, because she she seemed like the least likely candidate to get my help. She's very left brain and a scientist, and you know all these kinds of things. And I'm thinking, 
oh, she must be really desperate, you know, to ask me for help. And at first I was going to say no, but I thought, well, you know what, let, let me have her watch this video, whatever, and if, if she still wants to consult, we'll try it out, see how it goes. And I, I really didn't know how this was going to go. I really didn't think she was going to be open to any of it, but it was amazing when, when you know, when it happened and the the whole question of the higher self came up, like, very quickly, and I thought, oh, boy, here goes, you know. <laughs> Uh, and I share this with her, and, and then she starts revealing all this interesting psychic information she used to get as a child, and you know, and I'm thinking, you're kidding. Like I just look at her, and I'm like, I just would never have guessed. But it was like that part of her, she just no one ever encouraged it, no one supported it. You know what I mean? So she didn't share it, and I had no idea until I, you know, shared the stuff about her child. Uh, who she really was, and so I had a brand new, again, source is always teaching me as well, like, hey, it's always not what you think it is going to be. So some of the people that seem really spiritual and, you know, woo-woo, and they're doing their yoga, and they're doing, that is not necessarily, you know, their soul destiny may have nothing to do with what they think it is, and there's somebody else completely different who's, like, seemingly closed that then you get revealed all this interesting stuff. So it is a fascinating journey, Diana. Absolutely, and they're being guided to you for a reason because you're the right person. Hmm. So the um, so the higher self, I have been not that I've been taught this, but I guess the general consensus before this opening up of this paradigm is that the higher self is fully evolved to the max. Uh, that was my sense before I, you know, uh, taught to you. So what you're saying is for, uh, is that actually even true for any of us, that the higher self is the epitome of our, you know, God versions of ourselves, or are we always evolving to higher and higher levels, even our higher selves? Okay, so I'm hearing for the first time that, yes, there are some souls that are already evolved to the place, the highest place they can. I have not met one of them, and I am not one of them because I continually grow as a soul. I get my own higher self to maybe look at things that we always did one way. You know, what, like when you open up, um, I used to eat meat all the time. You know, I love my cheeseburgers. but And once <laughs> I opened up, it just, it, the urge to have it, just disappeared it, it was gone um, and I could tell that I still kind of wanted cheese and you know and dairy and I think the way that we normally had done it every time I opened up is that we would stop all of that but I asked first you know hey can I have my cheese because I kind of like cheese and I heard yes but my higher self said no and I know it sounds like a goofy fight to have but it's just an example of where your higher self is so very set in their ways, at their top level. So when you start reaching the top levels of your higher self, that vibration, um, Mm -hmm. you'll feel like you don't have room to grow, like there's not enough stretching room. And that soul growth is that stretching room. So I got permission for my cheese. I got permission for coffee. And that was just adjusted so it didn't negatively impact me. So you can negotiate with your higher self and kind of talk them into, hey, Source would like us to grow. How about we try this? And you can do things that way. Oh, that's that's fascinating. So say someone's higher self is, say, Archangel Michael or an aspect of Archangel Michael. So does Arch, I'm putting you on the spot here, but does Archangel Michael also need to grow? Um, yes, he does. 
I've, I've seen that a few times. Um, and also when you're connecting with them, I'm, I'm just kind of getting guided to say that um, they also have an inner child and ego aspect. So if you're going to connect with Archangel Michael, make sure you are connecting with the highest part of him because you know what, they have storage cabinets of past failures and um, when they're really stuck in their ways. And so they do have a version, I call it inner child at the soul level and ego at the soul level. So just knowing that you may feel your own inner child and ego, you know, inner child, your past traumas in, in childhood, usually up to age eight, and ego just, you know, the way you see yourself, either too good, not too good, that kind of thing. But there are those aspects of the higher self too. And you just got to make sure you are moving through them and not doing everything based on the fear of past failures that seems to be energy that is just stored at the soul level. Hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So they have all their experiences, all the storage cabinets, just like we do, of all our different experiences from all our different lives. And so when we connect or, or, you know, consciously connect to, say, an archangel, that we want to consciously connect to the highest uh, part of that, not not necessarily open all the storage cabinets that aren't really, really useful right now. Am I kind of summarizing that? Yes. So I don't know if that answered the question or not, but it's, I yes. just feel like it's important to know that, you know, there's different levels of of everything. You know, are you going to connect to the highest part or something just kind of in the middle or, you know, lower? Just go to the highest because it's the most evolved part of that being. Right. And this, this begs the next question, which I know, I think, I, you know, you've already told me the answer uh, before, but... Uh, I want that to be clear for everyone that's listening to the call. Is that why, if we're uh, if we have that capacity, like you are right now, you know, connecting to source, the highest possible connection, um, why is it useful to even go to our higher selves for guidance? I, mean, I actually do always just go to source. Um, I and talk to like ask one question, ask you know, how to do something simple and ask it to Jesus. Ask it to your higher self. Pick a couple other beings, some, you know, a goddess that you connect with or whoever it is. And if you ask, you're going to get several different answers. I just needed to count on the highest answer that was going to take a client, myself, or whatever I was doing to the highest level possible. So if you are shooting up that high, you're guaranteed to grow as a soul but you're going to have to do things that maybe you don't really want to do sometimes. Uh, The stuff that's going to feel so uncomfortable that you get anxiety before it, because what that actually is is soul growth. Um, So right before we break that threshold and our soul grows, you may feel extreme anxiety. I can kind of equate it with, you know, when I did the cop job as that adrenaline rush, and you may feel that. but once you step through that threshold, it all starts evening out. So you might think it's anxiety, and you know, but it's actually just soul growth. And it's pretty extreme, and it feels a little scary, too, because it's not something we're familiar with. Well, that's so true, because so many people 
I think in general with um, shifting energies, ascension upgrades that I, you know, call it an upgrade, that anxiety is a very common symptom, if you will, of what people are going through, especially um, those kids of mine that I mentor and, and those adults that I mentor that are what we would call indigo or the, the, new, the new humans, um, that they'll go through these periods of intense anxiety. Now, what I've also discovered is sometimes they're feeling other people's stuff and it's not theirs, you know. And then once we, you know, up their boundaries and they're not feeling everybody else's stuff all the time and they can separate what's theirs and what isn't theirs, that the anxiety just completely falls away. But what you're saying, sometimes that feeling, that anxiety is that, I, I, you know, people say, oh, how do you know when it's the right thing to do? I said, well, you know, one thing is to check in with your body because uh, that's a really great way that source communicates with us is through our bodies as they you either feel that sense of, you know, that peace and knowing and uh, comfort or they sometimes, it's, it's almost seemingly opposite, but they feel that uh, excitement, not, and it's a, it's a subtle difference between that, like that, ugh, I feel awful, to excitement and passion. Um, and that's like a positive thing, like you saying that that soul growth can sometimes feel uncomfortable. So that's really interesting. Yeah, just telling people to be brave. I mean, it's it's constant. I'm told, be brave, Diana, be brave. And I think maybe doing a few things each day that stretch you out of your comfort area are really good. So if it, you can handle that little bit of good energy, that excitement of something new, you'll keep growing every day. You know, when you get prompted by the universe to, you know, go say hi to that person and see what happens. And you, instead of using your free will and saying, no, no, I don't want to do that, it makes me feel funny, and you actually do what you're prompted to do, that's when those magical things happen. That's when that person mm. said, you know what, I asked, I asked God to send me a sign today because you were willing to go outside of your own comfort area. You were able to be that sign that they prayed for. Oh, wow. I love that you said that. You know, this past week, and I'm going to talk about it on my Spiritual Medicine Digest video that I'm going to make later today, but, but uh, with this last so-called upgrade, that, um, and, and I, what I want to give an example is, is this is so seemingly such a minor example, but for me was really significant. Like I have, when I was a child, was very, very shy. So talking to strangers was not my thing. Let's just put it that way. And so I was at the rink and um, these people sometimes watch us skate and sometimes I'll say hello, and but I, I just really want to get out of there. Like I just don't really want to talk to people. I mean, it sounds silly because I seem so extroverted but these are strangers and and there was always some sense of I don't know like fear or just resistance like let me do my thing I don't want to and maybe just being an empath I just didn't want to feel their energy or something but it was like I was just prompted to like start talking to them and you know I offered to take their picture in front of the Olympic Center and offered to you know you know, give this kid a ride in the rain. And it was just this interesting new connection with folks, this new sense of love. And that that tiny little bit of moving out of my comfort zone, it seems so minor compared to some other examples. But it, it just was that shift that I could feel, oh, I'm, I feel different. I feel more connected to the average person. So I'm so used to talking with people about, spirituality and God and all this stuff. And here are just these everyday tourists, or you know what I mean, on the street. We're not talking about God. We're not talking about spirituality, but it's an everyday connection with humanity, 
uh, with love, and and I was like, oh, this feels really good. So it's interesting. I just wanted to give people an example of how tiny that you know shift in comfort zone can be for people. And it could even be, hey, go open the door for that person and smile at them. It might be something that simple. Yes, yeah, because yeah. some people think, oh, my God, I have to jump off a building or something. <laughs> like, not right. necessarily. It could be something, yeah, something so small as that. And um, so if you uh, are dying, I know some people are dying to ask uh, Diana some questions. So uh, if you would like to ask Diana a question about the higher self, again, her answers are all going to be guided by source, so you may or may not get exactly what you're looking for, but it is for the highest good. Um, the number to call in is 818 818- Five one four eleven ninety eight one eight five one four eleven ninety. Just hit one, and then uh, I'll know your hand is up. And also, if you're on the chat, I know some of you. There's a bunch of you on the chat that I've opened up, and you've figured that out that I've opened it up. If you have a question and you want to type that in, uh, I'd be more than happy to share that with Diana as well, so so you can get some answers. And um, Diana, I was, I was saying earlier about my example of how the higher self felt that. I needed to, you know, feel uh, my soul destiny partner's pain, so to speak, in order for me to continue the work I'm supposed to be doing. And then it was like, you know, I had to kind of do a little negotiation to say, "Mm, I I don't know if that's really what I really need to do. And my answer from source was that, no, it's okay. You you don't need to feel every little bit of pain. Do you you see that often? Like, do you see kind of that kind of... um, not controversy, but that kind of bargaining that sometimes happens? Yes, but I don't always get my way. Um, I'll feel something and I'll think, my goodness, why do I need to feel this? You won't even tell me what it is. And then I'll hear from source, no, you really need to feel this. You absolutely need to feel this. And I don't get it. And maybe a week later, I had been holding energy so that when a certain situation came up, I'd be able to handle it so I'd be strong enough where I could mm. stay centered at that time. So sometimes we're going to feel things and we're not going to know why, but if you can just ask source, hey, is, is this necessary? And you hear yes, but at some point you may have earned the easier way. That's just one of my favorite things is that I found out that I could ask for the easier way after a while. I didn't always get it right away, but there was this possibility that you didn't always have to do it that way, that you could say, okay, now have I done enough? Where I can, mm. and I've earned, I've earned this easier way. Neat. That is so cool. All right, so we have a caller here, Diana. Um, the la- I'm just gonna call out your last four digits of your phone number, then I'm gonna unmute you. So you just um, say hello, your first name only, um, and then you can ask your question. So here we go. So a caller ending in zero two zero four. Now you're on the air live. Still uh, unmuting here. It's taking a second. All right. Well, huh? That's interesting. Okay, I'm gonna mute and unmute and see if we can get her back here. Him or her back. All right, we're a little stuck, but. That's okay. Well, technical technical difficulties for whatever reason. Um, Can Diana, I throw something out there? Yes, I was just going to ask you. Yeah, ab- about this person that we're having trouble connecting with. Um, their higher self doesn't really want them to get through. 
they want them to stay in that same way that they've been doing it. They don't. They may not feel that this person is ready for whatever they're going to ask for, and may make it difficult. So if this person really wants to get through, they should. And even if it's a, a phone call to either Dr. Karen or myself after, um, make sure you connect because there's a part of source that would like you to hear whatever we would have to say, but your higher self is fighting it. Okay. Wow. I just want to throw that out there. Thank you. I was I was wondering whether you had some feedback on this because uh, yeah, this is a little this is funny. This is the first time we have not been able to unmute someone successfully. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay. Um, let's ask just uh, okay. So if you're on the chat, feel free to ask a question. I know we have a bunch of people on the line that have not raised their hands, but feel free to if you would like to ask Diana a question either about you know your higher self or about higher selves in general. And, uh, well, let's see. Well, we're, I'm just going to still work on this person here for a moment. But as we're doing that, um, Diana, do you have any other, um, you know, thoughts or messages from Source about our topic today that you would like to share? Um, I, I believe Source would like to just address free will a little bit because Ooh, sometimes yeah. you're, you're, you're ready for growth and the universe is trying to help you, but you're very stuck in what you believe the answer should be, and that's considered your own free will. So that alone, which I think this, the person that couldn't get through, I think this is what they needed to hear, um, that perhaps their own free will is blocking them. You know, just really connecting up to God. If you want to picture God reaches a hand down, and you grab a hold of that hand and say, pick me up. If Source reaches down this beautiful white light hand, Take it. Let it pick you up. Give you another option to what you feel is the right answer. It's just people very stuck on the way that they think things should be because they've been taught it. Um, You know, somebody told them one time and they're so locked into it that it's almost impossible to get out and grow as a soul. Mm, okay. Well, here here is another question then that I'm I'm sensing from people um who have called in and are listening either currently or in the future is that how how will they know whether they're really connected to source for these answers rather than higher self or you know maybe somebody that does not have their best intentions like a like a false spirit guide. I've had some people um say they have a new spirit guide and Without and I had sensed that their ego was such that if I told them that their spirit guide was not for their highest and greatest good, just told them that 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 wouldn't have gone over very well. So my strategy in this one particular case was just to basically give her a measurement because I love measurements uh, of the frequency of that spirit guide, and we found that she was of higher vibration than her spirit guide. So instead of saying your spirit guide isn't good for you, I just said, well, my sense is that we should probably have spirit guides that are of a higher vibration than us. So maybe this one isn't for your highest good. And that went over very well. So, <laughs> But how do people know if they're connected to who they're supposed to be connected to, Source? Just a quick response because I feel like I'm going to forget if we don't do it now. Um, sometimes your own spirit guides, I know you would like to have ones that are a higher vibration, but it may come to a point where there aren't any at a higher vibration and your spirit guides are growing with you. I found that to be common that, you know, I the first time I heard Archangel Michael, well, he kind of swore, but I won't do it here. He says, 
what the, you know, bleep is that? And I said, I don't know. I would hope you would know, you know, but I connect up to the source and I can, I can feel it something new for them too. So that was, they're the ones who are supposed to be guiding me. Oh my gosh, who's guiding me? But that's why you have to depend on source at a certain point. Because everybody ah. believes that each one of those uh, archangels or ascended masters, that they know everything. And if you actually ask them at their regular vibration, they're going to tell you, no, we grow every day. We feel the pain that you go through. We cry when you're upset. You know, so it, sometimes you may be doing work and you just feel this crying from your guide. And I asked my mm. why are you crying? They said, because you're suffering. But I would never have thought that they also do that. But as far as having yeah, the wrong guides and, and knowing when you're connecting to source, um, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have it channeled in the way that it would be best because I can feel somebody that's listening really needs this. But you're very okay. good at tuning into what they want, even though they can't get through. And, um, Dr. Karen, will you also tune in with Sure. As I'm writing I don't care. <laughs> you, you and I don't care who does it. We just need to get it done. So. Hmm. The easy way I tell people, if it doesn't pick you up, it's not sourced. If something is very direct and you hear, you know what, I, we need you to stop drinking or whatever it is, but you don't feel, uh, you know, maybe you're disappointed, but you don't actually feel lifted up, then you know that's going to be at your level or, or lower, you know, especially if it pulls you down. It's a lower energy. But if you hear, you know, it, it's a waste of time for you to continue to drink and it picks you up like this, then you're like, okay, that's coming from higher than me, you know, and I can tell that it's source because it picks me up. It may not be what I want to hear, but it picks me up. And just because a voice says you need to lose 50 pounds, it doesn't mean that that's what God wants you to do. You may hear other voices, you know, other um, outside influences or your own fears. Those of you that are super in tune, you can hear your own subconscious. So then you have to learn wow. discernment between your subconscious and all of these things. So it's like layers. But I think everybody knows they have that connection with source. And even when the whole rest of the world is trying to tell them differently, they still remember they have that inside them. And when they have that inside them, they can tune into that at any time. So I think just tuning into your connection with source right now until you actually feel and know it and remember it. And this may be the mm-hmm. first time you've so practice. Okay. Um, Dr. Karen, would you like to take over now? I feel like we're ready for you. <laughs> so I was just going to say uh, from what you were just saying is that, that we need some, you know, some practice because I think, you know, so many people feel like, oh, well, gee, you know, Diana does it like, it seems so easy for her. How come it's not so easy for me? How come I'm having problems? How come I'm doubting this? And and we just have to remember that everybody has their path. And just because you're hearing what Diana can do on the call today, that seems so easy for her. It doesn't mean it won't be 
for you, but I mean, this comes with some practice and definitely some pain in, in growing pain, so to speak. So, if, you know, if you, Diana's got some books out, so you can definitely, you know, um, read some of her stories about what kind of pain she went through to open up. And not to say you have to go through that kind of pain, but sometimes it, people sometimes forget that to, in order to get anything worthwhile, it's worth working towards or working for so when before diana was speaking about that um lifting up that just precisely before she said that i was feeling this expansiveness now because my uh what i I tell my kids my indigo kids uh you know about their superpowers my superpower is clairsentience so sometimes it feels like a curse, but, but you know, I understand it's a gift. And so I could feel in my physical body this expansiveness um, and that uh, feeling of fullness and expansiveness. It's hard to even put it in words. Um, that's, that's the feeling. So that was the communication I got from sources that uh, one way in which people can um, you know, know that they're connected, and that's pretty much you summed it up by saying if you feel lifted. I thought that was perfect, you know, because um, that's the difference between that that little part of your brain, like you should lose twenty pounds, you know, to you know something completely uh, different, and also the sense of being loved, a loving voice. Not that people can necessarily hear a voice, but but a loving presence and, and sense that it's done with love, not with judgment. That was the other thing that came through to me, at least my sense of it. Yeah. So what do you think, Diana? <laughs> I, I feel like everybody's really connecting and allowing their connection to be there for them. You know, what is it like? Let me feel it. I don't feel anyone who's listening, even in the future, is closed right now. So we're holding that space that you can sense that part, remember that part that you're connected to when you think you're lost. And nobody's there, nobody loves you, nobody cares. But then you tap into that place, that pure unconditional love from source that can exist all on its own without any negativity. And you remember that place, you start to remember who you are and why you're here and what our purpose is to bring here. Maybe just a little glimmer of light to somebody who's never felt it before is amazing for someone. So when you smile at someone and you have divine creator energy behind you, God, source, whatever you call that, you can transform a life with a smile. And I know that probably sounds completely insane, but it's true. And each one Absolutely. of us has touched another person. Have you heard that story, Diana, which um, um, I'm thinking maybe you haven't, but it, but it's a real story about a man who is about to commit suicide. And he crosses the street and looks at the car, you know, stopped there to let him pass. And in the car is a woman who just smiles at him, just smiles. And he just felt so much love that he... Didn't. That's amazing. That's God's work. That source's work. When you don't even know why you're smiling at someone or why you're opening the door or why maybe you're paying for their lunch and you start thinking, gosh, I'm, I have my own financial stuff going on, but I'm paying for this lunch. You don't realize <laughs> the shift you make in somebody's life. 
going beyond what you think is the right answer and going into why God, why source has you here. That's how we change the world. That's how we grow. Mm. Amazing, amazing. Now we've used some terminology that um, some people I'm sensing have maybe some questions about. I used some words before that I've heard from you that maybe when they haven't listened to the other show or haven't read your books, maybe don't know what they mean, but so what do you mean by soul destiny and what do you mean by a soul destiny partner or partners? Okay. So soul destiny, it's your programming. It's where you awaken or you're aware of that you're here for something other than just doing laundry and cleaning and going to work and coming home, you know, that process where you start to really say, wow, and you remember there's something else I'm supposed to do. And you may not know exactly what it is because it evolves and changes, so I may know what I'm doing today. I have no idea where Source is going to take me after today. It could be completely different than I'd ever imagined. It may be doing something completely different. So just kind of going with that. But when you tap into it, there's power in your soul destiny. It's, it has the power for you to be able to do whatever you came here to do. So when a person accesses that particular place, they are actually kind of vulnerable for a second to energy oh. attachment as they dip into this place. I had that happen to me, but if it didn't happen to me, then I couldn't have written about it. So it's a good thing that I realized that that was possible. They see a light in you that maybe they don't have themselves when you tap into the power of your soul destiny, what you're here for, what you're going to accomplish, and they feel it and they just want to be part of it. So they may accidentally tap into it, and they'll think that that's what they're supposed to be doing, whatever it is, the energy in yours. Or maybe they'll feel like they can, but eventually you will get to the point where you realize that somebody really is just kind of piggybacking you, and and you'll allow them just to have their own space, you know, as you work on your boundaries and clearing all the stuff that we've accumulated in this lifetime and others, you start to see these these things, these cords that might be connected to your actual soul destiny or blocking it, or you can't really tell what you're supposed to be doing. And sometimes it may be your higher self not allowing you access to it because they don't think you're ready. So just maybe a prayer up the source saying, if I'm ready, I'd like you to force it for me and get me through to it because this isn't working what I'm doing. And when you do pray and ask the universe, you can get into that. And I think you're also asking about, are you also asking about like a twin flame, like a soul that's made for us? Um, No, although I think that's probably a question. (laughs) Because you said my soul destiny partner was this this friend of mine who has a company who I was um, basically suddenly guided one day to, uh, there was a psychic attack on the on the company, and this company, you know, he's a, an amazing person and invents a lot of really cool stuff and to help humankind. And so I was like, okay. So you know, I healed this particular thing and told him about it, and he actually um, did uh, did reinforce that. Yeah, I, I you know something happened um, that there was a, a big breakthrough, and that they were going to come through with this big breakthrough, and all these demons didn't want that to happen. And so you had said to me, yeah, he's your soul destiny part. And this is somebody I don't know that well. So I thought, well, that's kind of weird, <laughs> you know? 
Okay. But okay, I think I know what you're saying now. So like a soul destiny link. So let's say you're in your soul destiny and there's certain key people that you're supposed to connect with or help and they're just part of your path. You may actually feel some of their energies. It may suddenly become your problem and you're going to wonder why. Well, it's written in the soul destiny that you would be helping in this lifetime. And if that's not something that's working for you, that seems problematic, that's not coming from source, you can always ask source, can we adjust this and change this? But then the twin flame was a different thing where that's um, like my husband is mine. And some people have more than one twin flame, like they may have eight. But it's that complementary part. Um, the way that it was described to me is, you know, one was created for the other. And there's that camaraderie, whether they're both in the physical world or not. Um, and they will have a very hard time being separate. So if one is in physical and one is in spirit, they may have a, a feel of longing or, or loss. And I actually feel that it's something somebody wanted to ask about today that did not get through. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did well, I go have... completely off topic? No, I, no, I think this is perfect. I did. I sense that too. There's okay. somebody that had that that question, and maybe not in the forefront of their consciousness. But now that you said the answer, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I did have that. <laughs> I did have that question." So we have two other people that put their hands up. So, um, and by the way, if you're on streaming, that um, you know uh, that you, know, you can still. If you want to ask a question, you can ask a question in the chat. And uh, Diana has been gracious enough to say, hey, she's going to you know, answer these questions for us. So we have a couple people with a hand up. So the one whose phone number ending in 1404. So you can say your first name and then ask your question. Hello. Hi, this is Kathy. How are you? Hi, Kathy. Hi. Hi. What's your question? Well, I was the first caller on the other line. <laughs> that. Couldn't get through. Yeah. But I think I'd like to know what my soul destiny is. Okay. Are you in a place where you can close your eyes and breathe or no? Yes. Okay. So just take a second and just kind of allow yourself to relax. It's going to feel grounded. So if if you're used to feeling grounded right now, you're not going to. We need to pick you up. And you're just going to breathe, and we're going to allow, and anybody else who's listening who would like to access their soul destiny at this time because you feel divinely guided, also tune into this. Okay, so the place that we're connecting with, you may feel it just off off left of your belly button area is kind of where I feel the soul destiny, but it's like a, you know, it's a place of energy. And you're just going to allow yourself to plug in there. Even if it feels a little scary, you don't know what you're going to find in there. You might as well go in and see what it is because you're going to feel it until you actually sense it. Okay, so we've all entered into the soul destiny. Those of you that are supposed to be in it right now are in it. The rest of you should just feel some divine peace. And just take a couple moments and sit there. It's almost like your checklist your soul has for you to do. And maybe the first thing you don't like how it sounds, but, you know, you can ask, can I pass this one up? Can we do the next one? Or do I need to do this one before I can get to the next? And most of the time they're going to tell you you need to do them in order because they build you to the place where you can handle the next. 
And sometimes you may find a block in your soul destiny. Uh, soul destiny is where I found the um, the first book I wrote, the messages from the Enochian tablets. Those were in there. I didn't expect to find the channeled writing that came through when I accessed this. So it may... And in order to access that, sometimes you may have failed at it a few times before. It doesn't, you know, that's actually quite common. So just kind of embrace that these are different times. And the same thing may not happen when you tried to write it before or you you tried to accomplish whatever this is before. Maybe this is a more open time for you to accomplish this. So if it feels bizarre, it feels like, you know, no, this isn't for me, allow it to connect with you and fully feel it. If your higher self is afraid for you to do whatever is in the soul destiny link, they may try and block you. So ask Source now to remove any blocks you may have in your soul destiny. And just grab on to that very first thing there. Kathy, you have the very first thing, and that is not for you to share with anyone else, and it is not for me to know, but I just want you to breathe until you can tell me that you know what it is. It's whatever you're hearing now is it. Thoughts that pop in your head, pictures, however it comes in for you. I feel like I'm blocked. Okay, so we're fighting your higher self right now. Mm -hmm. I've got a couple charts. I have a couple charts in front of me, and also there's some free will on your part that might be blocking you from being able to get through to this right this second. Are you holding any guilt or any other emotion that you really don't need to hang on to? Mm. You don't have you don't have to say what it is, but if you think there might be something there could be. Let it go. Yeah. Okay. I you're thinking of the right thing. Can you just picture that whatever that is that you're handing it up to God or source? Okay, you just did it. And your higher self is still kind of pulling on you, and it has something to do with free will. So let me see it for you, just a little hint of it, if you'll let me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just, I hear the word boardroom and sense of place, but they're not going to give me anything else beyond that right now. Boardroom and what? Um, I could just tell that I was in a very large room, in a boardroom. Doesn't mean something now. Let it. It's like I fight with myself every day, you know, because I work, and I'm trying to on my spiritual journey. Like I'd like to read angel cards and do Reiki. I I don't know, maybe something else, some other kind of healing. And it seems like my ego keeps saying, "No, you're not good enough." Okay, and that's not your ego, that's your higher self that's saying you're not ready. Do you disagree mm. with this? I feel Source would like you to pursue that part of your spirituality if you choose to. But you may have to sit and negotiate with the higher part of your soul and explain to them why you are ready. They think because of some free will choice that you're currently exhibiting that you wouldn't be able to handle it. But I believe that source wants you to pursue whatever it is. And the negotiation may take a little while. Sometimes it's not instant, just so that you can build that um, 
confidence with your higher self and let them know that, yes, you, you do have a plan to change A, B, and C and that you can handle it because they also want to protect you so that you don't open yourself up to energies that you're not prepared to because maybe you have your own personal uh, earthly life things to still heal and work on. Um, so they might be just a little concerned that you would have a vulnerability there. But I think you could talk them into it because I feel like you've done a lot of work on yourself and that you would. I have, like the last 10 years. I feel like I'm ready. Okay, well, then you're going to have to just do it and push through and side with Source, aren't you? Uh Uh-huh, right. (laughs) Okay. All right, Mm. well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Diana. That was amazing. Yeah, that was really interesting. That was a, a perfect example of, of, you know, sometimes we have this um, this desire and we think we're ready, and then there might be one or two things in our human lives that you know, the higher self says, well, gee, you know, you're still addicted to whatever. You know, I don't think you're ready, you know. <laughs> and, um, yeah, or, or I'm not saying about Kathy. I'm just saying in general, you know, sometimes the higher self might look at other parts of our lives and say, gee, I don't think you really healed this enough you're still doing this bad habit or you still have this one person in your life who's like an energy sucker and you haven't set healthy boundaries with that person so I don't really think you're ready to do this healing work because you need to know how to set healthy boundaries and you can't do it with this one person you know what I mean so um yeah I can totally see that uh that shift and and uh, when people are think they're ready and the higher self doesn't think they're ready but sources yeah you could be ready if you really want to be amazing Okay, we have somebody else, uh, phone number ending at 8452. Hi, what's your first name? Hello, 8452. Uh, Judy? Hey, Judy. Oh, I, was, I couldn't think of my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought so, that's why I repeated it. So, Judy, do you have a question for Diana? Yes. Well, how are you both? I'm enjoying very much immensely your uh, program today um my question is is well how how do you know this is uh something for you something that you should pursue and does this interfere with your religion okay um what part of this would you like to pursue um, all the good parts, um, okay. you know, all the higher levels. Um, I, I guess, um, I, I guess my fear is is that if your higher self is not wanting you to hear this, or not, maybe it's something you shouldn't pursue. Oh, uh, um, um, uh, Maybe I'm not making it clear, but it just seems like there may be sometimes things that this is not a good thing to do. Okay, so I'm going to give you an example that's coming into me. So, you know, I've, I've got children, and if the one child is nervous about giving a speech in school, and they uh-huh. are like, no, please please let me stay home this day. I don't want to go there. But you as the parent know that, you know what, they are going to grow and they're going to just blossom by doing these different things that make them uncomfortable. And you say, you know, go be brave. Go in there. Be brave and do it. And they say, well, what if I mess it up? Who cares? 
You know, just go do your best. You're loved. Uh-huh. Go try it. You know, it's it's like that. So maybe the higher self doesn't really want to grow because growing for a higher self is harder than it is for us at this level. So they may like you to stay where it's safe, but if you're that kind of person that really wants to push the limits and grow as much as you can, connect with God as much as you possibly can in this lifetime, do what God wants you to do instead of what you want to do, then you may right. want to push through. You may want to push through those little little fear-based thoughts because what if your higher self thinks that in your church you may be looked at negatively because you are exploring other options? Right. But so the way that it's self- being told to me, channeling, channeling or what I do is considered divinely inspired in church. Why does it not looked at the same? It's just different religions and their idea of what is going to keep everybody in the best place. And that's great. I love religions. You can do both. You may actually find out that your priest has um, abilities too, but they can't say anything about it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Well, it's just when you say things about, like, your higher self not wanting you to do it, then I get the impression that my higher self might not be the best thing for me if I have to push beyond it. It's not like guiding me then. Is that correct? Or you shouldn't allow it to guide me. Right. So if I'm growing to the highest level, because you can achieve uh, reaching your highest level at the soul much quicker now. It's just how it is. We're able to reach up that high so we can get back to work, do the most that we can during these lifetimes. So when you get up to the very top, you're going to feel stuck. You're going to feel stuck. You're going to feel like you're not allowed to grow. But uh-huh. that's when you ask God, to God, you love your higher self because they're wonderful, but you say to your higher self, wouldn't we like to grow together? Like, right. isn't that the goal, to be closer to God? Let's grow right. together. And you can talk them into it. I've done it. Okay. But, yeah. but they're strong. A higher self is really strong. They just... They want to protect you. They don't want you to do something when you're not ready. But that's when you can double check with God or source and just say, hey, am I ready? And if you hear a yes and you're ready to go for it, go for it. Okay. Okay. So I should not follow blindly the the higher source. I follow my own instincts. Is yes. that correct? Or- Yes. yes, because your own instincts are going to know when you're being held back. They're going to be okay. those little feelings of, you know what, okay. yeah. I really think it might be better to do this, and then you do it. Yeah, that was a little confusing because I, I guess, you know, being very unknowledgeable in this, I would assume the higher source is um, like a higher intuition, a higher, you know, gut so right. when well, you were talking God. about it's, maybe not, I was like, well, now I'm confused. Okay, so like when I said that there's there's God or source within you, right? you're going to feel that. If it's something you're supposed to be doing as much as your higher self tells you no, we're not ready, you're still going right. to feel it. Right, right. And that completely clears up the confusion. Thank you so much okay, for that. Okay, good. Th- thank you for your call. Okay, and do you uh, recommend, um, uh, uh, now, uh, Dr. Khan, 
Uh, I noticed you have an 818 telephone number, but your website says Lake Placid. Where do you practice out of? Oh, uh, you know, I practice at Lake Placid. That's my home base, and I have a brick-and-mortar practice, and then I have an online remote consult practice. And, you know, Diana's kind of the same way. She's ha- She has her own, you know, um, place that where she teaches her students and does healings, and then she also does consults as well. So that's kind of I how see. we – we're kind of global as well as local. <laughs> so basically you're both available for um, consult no matter where you're at. Yeah, yeah. Like I believe so, right, Dinah? Yes. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. I'm well, really thank you so much it. for that question. Awesome. Thanks for that feedback. Yeah, that's great. I think, Diana, so I think that's uh, – it's such a, a paradigm shift for people. Like so many people are getting into, if I say, you know, this well, but into spirituality or they're more connected. They're, they're feeling that longing, uh, not religion necessarily, but that longing for connection with source, the connection with spirit. And so many people, droves and droves are going into, you know, practices that help them connect to their spirit and so many of them are opening up now more recently to their spirit guides and you know their guardian angels and being able to communicate with different beings sometimes you know um, high vibrational extraterrestrials sometimes you know like I said guardian angels or angels Um, and then so it's such a paradigm shift and shock sometimes for people to learn wow I can connect even higher and that I think there was always a part of me that was envious maybe not so much right at the moment but before was envious like hey how come that person is able to fully have this whole conversation and be clear audience and have this whole conversation with your spirit guides where you know for me it's it's a feeling and i'm not having these full-blown conversations like they are like they're literally you know hearing it in their heads and so i was feeling envious of that and then now you're saying well you may bypass or not necessarily need to go through this stage where you are actually hearing your spirit guides per se and that you're saying that sometimes you might get to a vibrational level that is at their level or higher and there you go to source. Am I am I getting that correctly from our call today? Yes, and you have those spirit guides there and they don't need to be addressed directly. You know, they're there for you. They're, they're not of ego where they need you to call my name and all this stuff. They're just your support there and they love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I figured out who some of them are, and uh, but you know sometimes I'm just like, well, it'd be really nice if you guys like wrote me an email or something. You know? <laughs> 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 just like you know joking around, but oh, that is that is so neat. Um, let's see. Let me just check and see if there's anybody else that has their hand up who wants to ask a question. Um, no, we got a bunch of people on the line, but nobody else has their hand up. So um, any last things you want to share, Diana, before we um, say goodbye for today? It's been a, a wonderful, wonderful time with you. I'm just very thankful for you and your guides and how you help people and that you allowed us to be here today. And it, it truly was a blessing to be allowed to be in your sacred space. So thank you. Hmm. Same here. My pleasure, and uh, it's always a pleasure um, to be connected with you and your guides and and just uh, who you are, and I'm really enjoying um, just development. And, and i got to tell you, for, for me, because sometimes some of these 
answers. I know you know what that feels like. Answers that I get are so weird and off the beaten track. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, and it, it it's given me so much more confidence, having been connected to you, to know that it's okay. You know, the answers are weird. It's not what you were told before. It's not what you read on the Internet. It's not in the books. And it's okay, you know, it, that this this is the right. information you're getting and it is for the highest good. So thank you for helping me, you know, get to that place of, of confidence to, to know that, um, yeah, some of the stuff is weird and it's so great actually to read some of it in your books as well that you've come to similar places. And I'm like, oh, that's great. I don't need the validation now, but it's really <laughs> great to have it anyway. <laughs> yes, yeah, so thank you, Diana. And thank you, everyone thank else you. also for listening in today and uh this is um yeah this is going to be archived so if you know anyone that you love and would love to have this information please feel free to share it and you can check out Diana's page you can also consult her there at policeintuitive.com you can check out um some of her writings and great blog posts too so definitely check out her blog post Diana's one of the few people that I you know consult with and and really can be real and share some of the entity work that that I do that so many of you know that I do um, but some of the stuff is so wacky weird and big that I don't even share it because uh, it's just you know but Diana I have full you know I'm fully comfortable telling her uh, some of the stuff that I do so connect with her there and uh, we'll see everybody next time thanks again bye for now love y'all